Tobermory looked squarely at her for a moment and then fixed his gaze serenely on the middle distance. It was obvious that boring questions lay outside his scheme of life. What do you think of human intelligence? said Mavis Pellington lamely. Of whose intelligence in particular? asked Tobermory coldly. Oh, well, mine, for instance, said Mavis with a feeble laugh. You put me in an embarrassing position, said Tobermory, whose tone and attitude certainly did not suggest a shred of embarrassment. When your inclusion in this house party was suggested, Sir Wilfrid protested that you were the most brainless woman of his acquaintance, and that there was a wide distinction between hospitality and the care of the feeble-minded. Lady Blemley replied that your lack of brain power was the precise quality which had earned you your invitation, as you were the only person she could think of who might be idiotic enough to buy their old car. You know, the one they call the Envy of Sisyphus, because it goes quite nicely uphill if you push it. Lady Blemley's protestations would have had greater effect if she had not casually suggested to Mavis only that morning that the car in question would be just the thing for her at her Devonshire home. Major Barfield plunged in heavily to effect a diversion. How about your carryings on with the tortoiseshell puss up at the stables, eh? The moment he said it, everyone realised the blunder. One does not usually discuss these matters in public, said Tobermory frigidly. From a slight observation of your ways, since you've been in this house, I should imagine you'd find it inconvenient if I were to shift the conversation onto your own little affairs. The panic which ensued was not confined to the Major. Would you like to go and see if Cook has got your dinner ready? suggested Lady Blemley hurriedly, affecting to ignore the fact that it wanted at least two hours of Tobermory's dinner time. Thanks said Tobermory. Not quite so soon after my tea. I don't want to die of indigestion. Cats have nine lives, you know, said Sir Wilfrid heartily. Possibly, answered Tobermory, but only one liver. Adelaide, said Mrs Cornet, do you mean to encourage that cat to go out and gossip about us in the servants' hall? The panic had indeed become general. A narrow, ornamental balustrade ran in front of most of the bedroom windows at the towers, and it was recalled with dismay that this had formed a favourite promenade for Tobermory at all hours, whence he could watch the pigeons, and heaven knew what else besides. If he intended to become reminiscent in his present outspoken strain, the effect would be something more than disconcerting. Mrs Cornet who spent much time at her toilet table, and whose complexion was reputed to be of a nomadic though punctual disposition, looked as ill at ease as the Major, Miss Scrawen, who wrote fiercely sensuous.